agile ways of thinking and being are really well suited to small entrepreneurial teams. And there's a good reason for that. I want to talk to you about the Agile Entrepreneur. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Wonderful to see you here once again. Agile excels in organizing and overcoming the unknown. We seek to reduce complexity and uncertainty through efficient experimentation This describes the entrepreneur's mindset as much as it does the agile mindset. For those of you who are looking for something a little different in your career, this one's for you. But first, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. Remember, if this helps you and you love this show, don't forget to tell your friends. Make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen so that you never miss an episode. You can also join us in the Badass Agile Listener Lounge on Facebook. If you've ever observed startups in action, you'll notice that they get agile by default. They don't have the infinite resources to spend on waiting for certainty, so they're very comfortable and very accustomed to taking small risks in order to uncover what actually works. So how come there aren't more agile entrepreneurs in this massive pool of agile practitioners? I think one of the big reasons is that we've been conditioned to believe that the only career path available to us, the only job title for a practitioner, is scrum master, coach, trainer, product owner. So many of us who have been trained in agile ways flock to the workforce and we seek out full-time or contract positions in which we either share our agile knowledge or coach best practices to teams. But what about products and services that would serve the Agile community? What about products and services that would serve the greater community, the world at large, using Agile principles or techniques? See, I think one of the big problems is that even though many of us preach agility quite easily, we don't actually believe it fully. See, we're not willing to do scary things like go to the market with risks, with uncertainty. We're not willing to take an idea, test it, and have it fail. So we might believe passionately in Agile, but we don't actually believe it will work in practice. But sooner or later, my friends, we have to address the saturation in the marketplace. We have to address the fact that we're going around a corner in terms of how we use Agile. We're turning a corner in terms of how Agile looks and works. So if the idea of entrepreneurship interests you, this is the space that I play in, so I'm a bit of an expert, Here's some things that you could do to become more entrepreneurial. Number one, continuously document new product ideas. Come up with 10 a day. Nothing serious, just 10. Put zero pressure on yourself to have any of those ideas be good ideas. Just come up with 10 of them. 
what will happen is most of them will end up in the junk pile. But every once in a while, usually two out of three of those 10 ideas will be excellent. Things that not only you could act on, but you should act on. Something that the marketplace needs, something that it demands, something that you're imminently qualified to deliver. Now what you do with that list is once a week, go back over it. Pick the ideas that are really interesting. Maybe they're the ones that keep coming up in your daily brainstorm sessions, the ones that keep you up at night. Pick just one a week and see how quickly you could create a sell sheet for that idea. Who does this idea speak to? What benefits does it bring them? But most importantly, what gap does it fill in the marketplace? What pain does it relieve? What problem does it solve? Next, figure out a way to test your idea or product. How could you find out if this actually works or not? How would you measure the results that you're able to get? This could be a little bit of a side hustle, something you do when your day job's over, or it might be something that you could bring to your existing teams or existing customers. It might be something you could talk about with other people at community gatherings, meetups, or conferences. You could even create a community group to bounce ideas like this around. You could make surveys on social media. There are zero barriers to getting feedback and opinions about your ideas. You could join a group on Facebook. There's all kinds of entrepreneurial groups that do this kind of thing as a matter of practice. The only thing standing in your way, if you notice, is your willingness, your trepidation, your hesitation, your procrastination, the things that you fear. Here's another thing you should be doing to become more entrepreneurial. How quickly can you learn enough about sales, marketing, social media, and so on, so that you can start presenting your ideas to the world? How can you get some MVP knowledge? There's so much good stuff out there on LinkedIn learning, various online learning platforms, books, resources. All of these places will help you understand the top three or the top 10 things that you need to know that you need to get good at in order to start bringing your ideas to the market. Now remember, try to smash the idea of a traditional product development cycle. What else would work to get your product and service into the hands of potential customers quickly? You could offer something for free. You could offer something to your friends. You could try to tag on or add value to an existing product or service to an existing company. Another thing to think about is how will you collect feedback and measurement on your product, service, or idea so you can rapidly improve it? Make it better. Make it more relevant. Make it more worthwhile or appealing to buyers. None of this stuff should be surprising. Just read Lean Startup and it's all in there for you. But I think what's interesting about the current moment in history is that your startup doesn't have to be a software development factory. You could be offering a service in your neighborhood. You could be building micro homes. You could crowdsource a new book. It's limitless. It's endless. Now, look, there's nothing saying that you have to be an agile entrepreneur in order to be agile, of course. But I can tell you from experience, they do go hand in hand rather nicely. Most of the important stuff that I've learned about agile success, I've learned by doing risky, scary things with my own products and services. But conversely, what you learn by working for big organizations is how Agile thrives or flounders at scale. Now, these two are important learnings, but too often, what we learn in those large organizations with Agile at scale is how to be pleasant and agreeable with a large 
population, many of which don't really believe in Agile at all. If you want to see Agile at its finest, you need to get out there and walk the tightrope. And doing your own side hustle, building your own thing, is a really great way to do that. My friends, I hope this one inspires you, ignites you, and informs you. You can reach out as always at badassagile.com, on Twitter at badass underscore agile, and on Instagram at badassagile. Please don't forget to check out my services, whether it's my speaking or coaching services, The Forge of the Forge Professional. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.